Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome, friends, to another r slash Entitled Parents video. Today we've got some spoiled children and some rotten parents, and our first story of the day is from OK Conversation 4861 After two months, my mother decided to text me. She's passively manipulative. For the background story, I've been in a relationship and I moved 400 miles away months ago, and my mother was never fully supportive of my decisions, and has said on multiple occasions about my boyfriend, you sure you should be with him? You should break up, etc, etc. She's manipulative, and she sends this long text in which I cry and get depressed about. Do I take time away from this message, or do I reply instantly and keep it short? Should I keep her in my life, just in another lifetime? Yes or no, I love you and miss you so much. I'm having a real hard week thinking about you and what happened. These past couple of months haven't been any easier. Very, very hurtful. I have no idea how you feel, felt, etc. In total. It was quite a surprise given our relationship was loving until the moment I left at the airport. I didn't know you would have wanted anything like this before you left. I don't think you were planning this given your tears when I showed up. I thought I would get to be part of your life and enjoy watching you go to school and work. This isn't what I wanted or expected from us, this situation or life. I believe you did too. I most certainly did not deserve the treatment I received from you and have been heartbroken by your words and lack of attention and realization to all matters. I don't know what this message means to you, where you are or who you'll become. I care about you, your whole life through. I hope you can come to see and appreciate it thoroughly, sooner than later. I'm your mother and I never wanted to be anything less than what I could be, given everything. I tried very hard for us. I deserve the same in return. Although I can't expect anything anymore. Working on mending. Always. I wish it wasn't without you. I wish it was with you in my life. I really never pictured my life completely without you. I never would have wanted that. Hearts and band-aid emojis. Mom. I'm helpless in what to think or do. Everyone has said it's my life and that I don't have to answer. But morally, I feel like I should respond and be respectful to do the right thing. I just need opinions or advice. Personally, I'm of the opinion that you only have one life and you should do what makes you happy. If OP is genuinely happy with their boyfriend, they see a future there, it seems to be working out. If the mom cannot support that in any way, it sucks, but don't give in to the manipulative words and heart and band-aid emojis. If this is the route that makes you happy, you stay on that route. And if that means ghosting somebody, even your mom, who's trying to manipulate you away from that route, again, you only got one go around. If you met somebody that truly made you happy, but your own parents refused to support it, would you be willing to cut off your own parents to live with that partner? Let me know what you guys think in the comments down below. Our next story is from Licorice Kitten 14 Entitled mother causes a scene over her spoiled child's lies. So years ago, with four friends, we'll call them A, I, Z, and N, we were told to go outside to this park. You know, kid stuff. We were just chilling on the swings and talking, when some kids run up to us and start spraying us in the face with a spray bottle of Dettol. 
Looking back, I'm pretty sure it was water, but I legit thought he was spraying cleanser in our faces. Anyway, this doesn't really go down well with A, who is the oldest and has a short temper. She politely asks him to stop, and he runs away laughing. He comes back up, same thing. A tells him a little more firmly to stop, he doesn't listen. Third time, A takes the spray from him, and he snatches her water bottle and throws it as hard as he can. The playground has a sand floor, so the bottle just gets a bit dirty. A is furious. She was a huge chemistry nerd, and that bottle was expensive with the periodic table on it, and chases after the bottle. Little Brad tries to run, and I, Z, N, and I tail him. He did snatch the spray back too. There are a lot of hedges where we lived, and you would get light scrapes on your skin. A bit like a nail scraping your arm. You never bleed though. He ran into this hedge and I, Z, and I chased after him. My friend I takes hold of his wrist and takes the spray and we all leave. A retrieved her bottle and we all go to my house to have a drink. About five minutes later, I'm carrying two cups outside for my friends when I hear a racket outside. I open the door and this banshee is standing outside screeching at N, who was Z's sister and seven. N was crying and A, I, and Z looked like they wanted to cry too. Entitled Mother was yelling at them and it was kind of unintelligible. Yelling, how dare you, this is the third time my son's come home with scars and bruises all over his arms. And he says you girls have been attacking and bullying him five on one. Meanwhile, her little gremlin is standing behind her grinning at us and sticking his tongue out. I was about 10 or 11 and shy, so I tried to put out a response, but she interrupted me, shouting over me. Eventually my mother comes out and is just like, what the freak? Entitled mother gets sick of yelling and leaves. We were all crying at this point, because no one, especially not 7 to 11 year olds, appreciate being spoken to like this. And the way she yelled to kind of assert her dominance? I swear to god, sick of these people. This lady did not get sick of yelling, it was an adult who could actually challenge her that made her go oop and walk away real quick. She's so big and bad yelling at all these crying little kids. As soon as somebody that they have some mild fear about actually challenging them shows up, they're gone. Our next story is from SomethingIG686926. My entitled mother keeps self-diagnosing herself with mental illnesses. My mom keeps diagnosing herself with mental illnesses, but she refuses to go to any doctor to see if they're true. This has been going on my whole life. It started off with anxiety or depression, which, yeah, I guess you could say, I mean, most people have it. But then it started getting worse. It went from depression to DID and tics now. She says she has DID and tics and uses those mental illnesses to justify yelling and screaming and slamming my door. She says, my dissociative identity disorder is acting up, so I need you to cook and clean and watch your siblings. She would be perfectly fine when she wants to go out with friends hours later. I looked this up on Google and found out that's not how DID works. And I just had to ask a couple of friends with diagnosed tics and found out that what she says isn't how that works. She's honestly becoming like the kids who fake mental illnesses online for attention and it's draining. I know my mom has some sort of mental illness, but she is and always will refuse to go to the doctor for any diagnosis. Oh, it gets worse. All my life I've had these little jitters where I'll randomly move my head, I don't know how to explain it, but now my mom's going around saying I have tics. I don't have them, I was never diagnosed, and I hate that she's trying to push a serious thing onto me. My jitters are caused by my anxiety, 
not ticks. With her behavior, I have to teach my siblings that this is not how you act. It's so tiring and she honestly has no respect to the people who are actually going through these things 24-7. It's so draining and I'm trying to distance myself away from her. She started saying how I don't love her and that she regrets ever having me or I wish I didn't have a insert n-word here. You're just like your dad, grandma, uncle. My mom's white and my dad's black. All my life my mom has said she can say the n-word because she's married to a black man and has mixed kids. I've told her that's not how it works, but I'm a kid, I don't know, I guess. It's getting annoying and I've been counting down to when I'm 18, so I can move out quickly. Considering OP's only 15, I'm not sure what the best course of action is for them. If maybe they've got some other family that could help OP out. The bottom line here is this mom sounds way off the deep end, sounds like a surefire narcissist to me, and is readily weaponizing whatever they can come up with to get them exactly what they want, or at least attempt to manipulate it towards that. Our next story is from Snivy Pooties. I slapped the kid of an entitled parent. This was ages ago, so I apologize if I forget some details, but my memory is worth nothing, so yeah. On mobile. So back when I was in school in North Carolina, I went to this absolutely awful place. Teachers weren't helpful, food was questionable, as it is everywhere, and all the students were the very definition of, I'm a hood rat, but not really because that's frowned upon now. I had two bullies, both girls, all named one Zenyatta, even though she was the opposite of him, and the other Holiday. Zenyatta was always the worst of the two. Holiday was just sort of the backup witch, if you will. But this story doesn't exactly pertain to them. The one I want to talk about is the one who came later in the school year, Jennifer. Jennifer seemed normal at first, quiet like me, did her work and never bothered anyone, but oh boy, as soon as Zenyatta and Holiday got their claws on her, Jennifer unleashed the inner demon and immediately became 10 times worse than both of them combined. Cheating off of people, hitting others, showing up late, getting others in trouble, you name it. She was the absolute worst by far. Her mother, who I'll duh Farron, was a spitting image of her inner demon daughter. Albeit, she wasn't nearly as bad most of the time, just annoying when she came to drop her off and pick her up. Being the quiet kid, I didn't have any friends outside my cousin at the time, name will be Kyle. He and I were very close, however, and did everything together. Anyway, unfortunately, we shared a class together with all three of them. The teacher had to step out for something, I don't remember what, and they immediately start picking on Kyle. I stayed quiet at first to try and let him handle it, but then out of completely nowhere, she grabbed her pencil bag and smacked Kyle in the face with it, and it was a good hit too. I can't imagine how it felt. He told me years later it hurt like a witch. So yeah, pretty hard hit. To say I was fuming was an understatement. I could have unleashed the wrath of a thousand cans of whoop-butt right then and there. Then, Jennifer opened her vile mouth and said, That's what you get for being a little bad R-word. I snapped. After she sat down to go and play on her phone, along with Zenyatta and Holiday, I calmly walked over to her desk, tapped her desk, and when she looked up, I gave her the hardest open palm slap I've ever given. So hard, it hurt me a little too after. She stared at me, mouth open like a fish. Zenyatta and Holiday following suit, The whole class stared towards me in stunned silence. I then walked back to my desk and continued to doodle like nothing happened. Kyle just smiled and nodded at me. 
Soon after, the teacher returned, and nobody spoke of it, thank God. However, when Jennifer's mother, Farron, came to pick up her daughter and saw the bruise, she went ballistic. Who did this? Who? I want a name right now or you're all in big trouble. Nobody said a word again, as everyone who heard her shouting wasn't there when it happened, so they had no idea, except me. But while Farron openly ranted about someone getting expelled and whatnot, me and Jennifer locked eyes, as she just looked away from me like she didn't see me at all. I rolled my eyes and just got on the bus. I'm not sure what happened afterwards, but according to rumors, Farron went straight to the principal and asked for everyone in Jennifer's classes to be reprimanded for this. Thing is though, that school was so bad, we didn't even have cameras in the classroom I was in, as it was in one of the new rooms built, so they hadn't set it up yet for some reason. Forget why. I believe it was going to get a camera installed later that week, but don't quote me on that. So yeah. Again, I apologize if there might be holes or something, as I have a terrible memory and this happened a while ago. Once you get to a certain age, mid-middle school, early high school, when the teacher walks out of the classroom, one of two things seem to happen. One, everybody goes party and starts acting like stupid, wild children. Or two, the two people that have been beefing the whole time break out into some kind of fight. And you know darn well the code is, whoever is fighting, if that teacher shows up and it's already, like, resolved by then, nobody says a thing. By the way, if you're enjoying these stories, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below so you never miss any of my daily videos. Our next story is from an anonymous poster, entitled Sister Demands I Give Her My Headphones. Basically, around three years ago, me and Entitled Sister took part in a random draw. She won some cool Beats 3 wirelesses, but she didn't even use them. They just sat there collecting dust. I won nothing. So, over the course of three years, she never even touched them once. Not ever once. She had the absolute audacity to steal my earphones multiple times. And because she has an ear condition, I can't use them anymore or else I'd get infected. So yesterday, I was just minding my own business in the attic when I find the headphones still in their case. Plastic wrap not even fully removed. I decide to try them on, and I find them to be the holy grail of music. I walk past Entitled Sister with the headphones on. I figure since she hasn't even touched them in three years, they're up for grabs. I asked my parents. They said yes. Anyways, she sees me wearing them and she goes nuts about how they're hers and hers only. Even though she stole, like, what seems to be seven of my earphones, when I refuse to give them back, she scratches my forearm from elbow to wrist, snatches the headphones, and runs. Personally, I feel like what OP did here is completely acceptable. This is like a lost and found deal. A nice piece of equipment. This isn't like a sentimental thing that they're just storing for just to look at. You gotta hate spoiled or selfish kids who cannot accept the fact that you have something nicer than they do. Or the fact that because you have something, they want it and they want it to be theirs alone. Our next story is from Bad Wolf, ROS. Entitled Mom Tries to Buy My Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. 
Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You puppy. A few years ago, when I got a German Shepherd, when she was around four months, she has since been rehomed as she didn't get along with my other dogs, the first day we got her, we ran to a fancy pet store to get a collar and leash her size, as well as a tag with her name and my info. Her name was Arya. Arya was a little timid meeting new people, and was okay as long as she was approached slowly and quietly. A mother and her daughter, who was maybe 10 to 12, enter the store. While I'm chatting with the store employees about my new 30 pound puppy, the little girl runs straight for us with her hands outstretched as if to grab onto Arya. Arya was very nervous already and let out a low growl. I stepped between my dog and the little girl and the following conversation ensued. The entitled brat says, puppy, I want to pet it. I say, sorry, sweetie, you can't pet her. We just got her and I don't know if she's okay around people yet. They say, you can't tell me no, I want to pet the puppy. I say I already said no. I handed the leash to my awesome hubby to take Arya out to the car while I finished grabbing what we needed and to pay. The little girl is still causing a scene and getting progressively louder as she throws her fit. The entitled mother finally came up to the counter before hubby can get out the door. The entitled mother says, sweetie, why are you upset? The entitled brat says, they won't let me pet the puppy. I say, ma'am, I already told your daughter that we just got this dog and I don't know how she'll react around other people and kids yet. She says, oh, it'll be fine. If my daughter wants to pet the dog, then you need to let her pet it. While I was arguing with Entitled Mother, the little girl ran to where Hubby had stopped to watch the argument and grabbed onto Arya. Arya is cowering by my husband's legs, growling through the whole interaction with her tail tucked. Luckily, Hubby grabbed Arya's head and put it to his leg to make sure she didn't bite Entitled Brat. The entitled brat says, see, she likes me. Mommy, I want her. I'll name her princess. The entitled mother says, how much do you want for her? You said you just got her, right? So you're not that attached yet and entitled brat wants her. I say, ma'am, she isn't for sale. She says, but entitled brat wants her and the dog obviously likes her. Hubby is trying to extract Arya from entitled brat and still keep her muzzle away from the little girl. Arya was obviously very uncomfortable as she had her ears pinned and her tail tucked between her legs. Hubby says, My wife already said the dog wasn't for sale. Now get your child away from my dog before she bites Entitled Brat. The Entitled Mother says, How rude. Then finally retrieves a wailing Entitled Brat and storms out of the store. Hubby was able to load Arya into the car. The poor girl who worked at the pet store just watched in horror and disbelief the whole time. We later found out Arya was great with kids and other people once she was socialized more. But she didn't get along great with male dogs, so we gave her to our trainer. 
Side note, I have a lot of stories like this, as dogs seem to bring out the entitlement or the crazy in people. Let me tell you, there is a lot of entitled people that show their true colors when it comes to dogs being in the mix. Whether it's trying to buy them off of you just up front, like that's really going to ever happen, or to the ones that just like straight up try to like sneak around so they can grab and run. I have read many an entitled parent story where somebody takes their dog to the dog park and some evil entitled mom wants to try to snatch the dog, shove it in the back of their car with their kid and run off into the sunset. Our next story is from BGH FFU. My friend's mom pushed me into a table saw. This happened 8 months ago. My friend Kylan and I work in a woodworking company. It's a pretty great job for me as I love hands on activity and creating things. Kylan, however, has a more of a difficult time with it all, which is completely fine as I help him with it. His mom and my mom aren't necessarily close, but both support me and him in our work. We're pretty young so it helps with reassurance, but a few days before this incident, I started to realize that Kylan's mom never really acknowledged my work. Now, that's not really a big deal to me as I don't require praise, but I do find it a bit weird as Kai's mom has apparently had a few racial incidents at her own work, and I'm African. I was just assuming that it was because she's afraid. I'm a pretty built guy in 6'6". Fast forward to Tuesday, and I'm working on a wooden chair that's taken me a few more attempts than wanted. The table saw I'd been using to make clean cuts was pretty rusty from Kai using it constantly. I headed out to the department to get a replacement and was a bit annoyed with Kai not doing it himself. I came back and said, hey man, don't be afraid to change your equipment. And he rolled his eyes and just replied with a K, which just annoyed me even more. I just pushed past it and continued, but minutes later, I heard Kai laughing and I looked up to find him laughing at my cutting. This made me extremely upset as I've been working almost day and night while he only works 7 to 9 hours. This along with his mom recently coming into the shop and laughing along with him. This got to me and I walked over to Kai and told him a few words that I shouldn't have. He immediately got defensive and pushed me back and I was about to strike back when his mom instantly joined in with him and intentionally pushed me to the left where the saw was. Stupidly, I left it on. As soon as I was pushed back, the back of my hand was shoved right into the saw causing a drizzle of blood to just gush everywhere and for my palm to be basically split in half with a huge gap between my pinky and ring finger. The shock kicked in and I instantly grabbed my hand and shouted for my mom who was on the other side of the shop. She immediately got an ambulance and I was sent to the closest hospital. Kai's been texting me almost every day apologizing for his mother. The only text from her was her saying that this was my fault and did not hurt her son. I mean, looking beyond the obvious of keeping a saw running that wasn't being actively used, I don't know if I could in good conscience be friends with somebody like this. Just way too much uncomfortable behavior leading to a traumatic injury and then apologizing for their mom. Was Kai apologizing themselves too for causing it to get to that point? This next story is from Uncle Sam 2022. Entitled mother calls police and my supervisor because she didn't have the right to refuse care for her adult son. EMTs of Reddit, what was the most entitled parent that you've ever seen in your life? I'll start. We run on a teenager that had been in a bad motor vehicle accident. Patient blood pressure was crap over crap and on top of that was having trouble breathing due to an anxiety attack. 
My paramedic was starting an IV on him to give him some kind of medication that was supposed to help the blood pressure, while I was starting a 4-lead and 12-lead EKG. It's those stickers we put on your body. They allow us to take pretty much a picture of your heart. Enter Entitled Mother. Um, excuse me, did I say that you could treat my child? The Entitled Mother asked in that annoying, entitled voice, which she would be right. For all minors, unless the child is literally on death's doorstep, and there is no parent or guardian to be found, you have to get consent from the parent or guardian to treat the child. However, that only applies for kids and newborn to 17 years old. This child is 18. I said, ma'am, your child's 18. He already signed the consent form for treatment and transport. I'm going to have to politely ask you to step out of my ambulance, I asked. And I understand a parent being worried about her of-age kid when they're in a medical emergency. Most of the time, if I feel like that having a patient or a family member in the truck with us will be beneficial to the patient's mental health, I'll have them ride with us in the passenger seat up front to the hospital. But the second a family member steps into my ambulance and starts causing stress for my patient, that's when I draw a line because we have to worry about the patient, not the patient's family. Entitled mother grunts and then slams the ambulance door shut. I thought that was the end of it, so we continue care for the patient. My paramedic pushed his drug and the patient's blood pressure was starting to lower finally. Alright, I feel comfortable transporting now. Let's get him to hospital name I won't say because of HIPAA. As I step out of the ambulance and close the door, I see Entitled Mother walking back up to the ambulance, this time with a state trooper. Sir, she says that y'all are treating your child without consent. Is this true? The state trooper asked me. I told the state trooper that the guy was 18 years old and had already signed consent for treatment and transport. State trooper talked to my paramedic, looked at the guy's ID and the signed form, and then started getting out of the ambulance. So are they letting my kid go, I heard her ask. The look on her face in the side view mirror as I put the truck in gear and drove off, leaving her there, was freaking priceless. At the end of the day, as far as I know, the hospital got the patient's vital stable and he got discharged the next morning. This wasn't the end of it though. The entitled mother actually dug deep enough and got my supervisor's phone number the next day. This man had to go back through the call logs and check that the consent form was signed and the hospital paperwork I scanned into the PCR that showed his birthday of him being 18 years old. I passed by my supervisor when he was doing this and the only words out of his mouth were, freaking Karens. I'm gonna go out on a limb here and assume they didn't have very good insurance, because otherwise why would this entitled mother be actively trying to harm their child's safety? This kid is getting treated in an emergency situation that actually is an emergency and they're saying, oh let my little baby go, come on. She's basically actively trying to end him. This next story is from Few Recover 6732 Entitled woman demands I move on an empty bus. So this was three years ago and I was seven to eight months pregnant at the time. I had two doctor's appointments at two separate hospitals due to my high-risk pregnancy as it's called in the UK and I couldn't drive so I had to do a lot of bus travel that day. All my family were working and my partner was working to save for his paternity leave. He's self-employed so no paid paternity leave. At about 8 months pregnant, my feet were swollen, I was huge, I ached, and just wanted this all to go smoothly for me. Oh, and it was also July, so it was hot for me. So I'd had my first hospital appointment and was on the bus to go to the second. 
I had sat in the designated baby, mother, and elderly seats on the bus, as I'm hugely pregnant, but I sit with my bag on my lap, because the area I live in has a lot of elderly people who travel on the bus routes. So I didn't want to make anyone feel like they couldn't sit next to me if they needed the seat. I should also state, on a bus with 35 seats, there were only 4 passengers including myself. There were plenty of seats for whoever got on the bus. The bus stop after I got on, a mother, entitled parent, and her daughter, a nice girl, got on the bus. Mother paid for her tickets, turned, looked straight at me. The bus driver pulled away here, walked up to me and asked me to move. I said no, I need to stay seated. She started to get loud and looked at the other passengers saying, These seats at the front are for elderly, pregnant, and people with families. I need to sit here with my daughter. I said, I am pregnant. I will not be getting up to walk while the bus is moving. Also, as I'm pregnant, this seat? It's for me, isn't it? The nice girl says, Mommy, look, there's loads of seats. Let's sit at the back. The mother says, No, this girl... I was 27 at the time, needs to learn respect and needs to move. She doesn't need this seat and lying about being pregnant is not going to make me stop, move. So I moved my bag onto the seat next to me, braced myself on the poles, and stood up, revealing my huge baby bump and said, I'm not moving one step, now leave me alone. I should add that I was massive. I gave birth three weeks early, and my daughter was already larger than newborn onesies when born, so I was probably looking nine months pregnant at this point. All the color drained from entitled parents' face as an older man at the back burst out laughing and started clapping. I turned to look and saw him applauding me. I just gave a small smile and turned to sit back down, but couldn't help but notice entitled parent had walked up to the bus driver and was saying something but I couldn't hear over the engine sounds. Eventually, entitled parents shouted, Just stop the freaking bus! Which he did and they got off, completely in between two bus stops on a busy national speed limit road, 60 miles per hour, and between two towns, so nothing around, shop, or even house-wise. It was actually a road that went through the middle of the forest nearby. My question is, even though OP is like sitting in their seat with their bag on their lap, If you are essentially what appears to be 9 months pregnant when standing up, even when you're sitting there in the seat, shouldn't it be like blatantly obvious that you look, you know, like you're basically ready to pop? And let's not forget to mention here that this parent is obviously on a power trip. They see somebody sitting in the privileged seats, and despite the fact that there's only 4 people on the bus, they gotta make it their mission to point out that you can't sit there, you're not supposed to sit there. Even if OP was just another average Joe Schmo, honestly, who cares, Karen? It's a common sentiment that I share here, but I feel bad for the kid because the kid seems like a really nice girl and seems like cheery and bubbly, and they're gonna grow up corrupted by this awful entitled parent and have these weird behaviors formed in their brain where they gotta try to kick somebody out of a bus seat or else next thing you know their consequence is apparently walking five miles to the next town in the middle of nowhere. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another Entitled Parent story that was absolutely crazy, click on that left video. Or if you missed my latest video, check out the one on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.